Hello fitness friends, I'm back. I know it's been a while, but let me just say that I am now a marathoner and that's so exciting to say. Um, I know it's taken me a while to make another podcast. Um, it's pretty ironic since, I mean, my New Year's resolution was to put out a podcast every week and that was January 1st and it's like the end of February and now is the second one of 2023, but I, I'll, I'll get better. <laughs> um, I finally had time to like actually sit down, I lit a candle, had some music going, and I planned out like the next couple episodes with just some things that I think I want to talk about. Um, I have people staying with me for the next couple weeks, so it might be a bit sporadic. I'm trying to get ahead on it, but working on getting my life together, blocking out some time for each week to work on the podcast, and I really do love podcasting, but it is pretty time-consuming, but I have the ultra marathon in, oh my god, like two weeks, but I'll get some more time for podcasting while I chill a bit after that run. Um, I am excited to see where things go, and if you guys want to help me out just liking and sharing the podcast, that's, like, greatly appreciated. (laughs) Um, Anyway, I finally have the episode for my marathon experience. So, just to start out, sort of with training, so... My longest run was 18 miles on a Planet Fitness treadmill, which wasn't ideal. I would have rather run outside, but I wanted to make sure my gels weren't going to hurt my stomach. My favorite for race day are the Honey Stinger Fruit Smoothie Gels, but they are so hard to find here. I don't know why, but I had to practice with the goo, which I don't, I don't really like them, but It seems like all the running stores have goo, but they don't have the honey stinger ones, but I'm working to figure out where to get them. Probably have to get them on Amazon, but just in my opinion, they're the easiest to digest, so I felt a little underprepared with 18 miles just because I was planning on having my longest run be 22 But I knew, like, I knew deep down in me I had the drive to finish, and I still cared about doing my best, but I knew that I I had it in me to finish. So a couple days before the marathon, I picked up my brother from the airport. He lives in Florida, so he flew in just that weekend to run the marathon, too. I mean, we didn't run together, but it was the same race. So Friday we did sort of like a sunset one to two mile hike nearby and Saturday was the race expo. Uh, The expo it was in downtown Phoenix. It was like mid-January so it was cool to see all the Super Bowl ads starting to pop up and be all over the sides of buildings and the metro and all. The expo it was pretty cool we got our bibs and shirts and they had like a couple of the free things like vitamins or electrolytes and they had some merch and some like big signs to take pictures with and i'll put some on the instagram if you want to see the handle for it it's at life of a runner podcast or my like personal instagram is at mfish5 
so after the expo, we grabbed some coffee. We went down to A Mountain, which is, it's in Tempe, right by ASU. So we were fairly active before the race, where the nerves were kind of settled down, but enough to stay loose. I didn't run those days just because I didn't want to feel overwhelmed. Like if I had a bad run, that would like really affect me mentally. So I just wanted to stay active and just kind of see how I was feeling. And so Saturday we went back to my apartment. We had some pasta, just chilled out. I got all my stuff together. So I laid everything out the night before. Like, I put my clothes on the floor, um, picked out what I was wearing. I had the Lululemon Blissfield running shoes, Lululemon leggings, and, it, like, a dry wick paint splatter-looking shirt. Um, I had a leg of socks, and, like, I had a neon pink junk headband. I don't know why, but it's, like, my superstition for every race. It's, like, I have to have, like, hot pink on somewhere, but... It just happens that it's usually always that headband. I mean, there's pink in my shirt too, but like, I just like races because you can wear like the most obnoxious colors and like nobody judges you. <laughs> like usually I have like, like bright, bright yellow sunglasses and neon pink headband that like anywhere else I would never wear that, but it's just for races. I love that. Um, so I packed my bag, I had a granola bar, banana, gels, um, I think I had three gels, I kept two, no, I, I kept three in my pocket when I was running, so I had three, um, I had my bib already on my clothes, I had to change the clothes too, I didn't want to, like, it was a half hour drive that I didn't want to be all sweaty on the driving bag, my wallet, I have my earbuds, extra water, I have my car keys. I think that's it. Um, so I felt as ready as I could be. I didn't really have trouble sleeping. I don't know why. Usually, like, before a race, I'm, like, all jittery. But, like, I was good to go. <laughs> um, I mean, there's this dog that's at my apartment. It, like, barks literally hours at night. But I think it only woke me up, like, once or twice. But... That, that was fine. I think I got up at somewhere around 5. The race was 7.30, so I just wanted to have enough time to be there a bit early. So I made my coffee, I got dressed, um, did my hair. I threw sweats over because it was so chilly. And then I got my stuff to go, and that's when, like, I sort of, like, panicked a little bit. It was so cold outside, and it was pouring rain <laughs> like it was a lot of rain and <laughs> I think my phone said it was gonna stop by like seven or eight ish so I didn't want to think about it too much I was just hoping we could drive down to the race and it would stop it was a half hour so it was the highway and let me tell you this exit for the race it was back way up like the streets were closed for the race and like phoenix is a huge city i think it's like the sixth biggest city in the u.s so that's one thing if you're planning on running like a big race like this in a big city make sure you leave early because traffic will be messed up <laughs> Plus, like, people came from all over. Like, it wasn't just people from Arizona. Like, they came in from everywhere. So, 
they didn't really know where they were going, so I think that added to it. They were staying in hotels and had to drive, but we managed to find a decent parking spot and had like 40 or so minutes to race time. So took my sweats off, started to like barely sprinkle, but it was still like pretty cold and standing outside and just like really thin leggings and like a short sleeve shirt. I was like shivering, but it was it was okay because I knew I was going to warm up running and I didn't want to carry like my sweats all around. So we went to the port potties, got in line for our corrals. My brother is like he's a lot faster than me, so at that point I was alone. Not like alone, there were people around, but I didn't know anyone, so it was just kind of staying by myself. I was in the corral 16 since I didn't really have like a time to submit during registration. That's when it started to pour even harder than earlier in the morning. So my hair was like dripping wet and my clothes were soggy and I just thought the worst was that like my socks and my shoes were wet so I knew like I was gonna get some blisters during this run and just had to like mentally prepare for that because usually like the Belega socks I have they're kind of like blister proof so they don't really bother me but they were just they were soaked um some people had ponchos like the little plastic ones and I 100% recommend even if there's like the slightest possibility of rain take that with you Like, most people, they took them off and left them at the start. Like, usually, like, the clothes they leave, they'll donate to some place, but those ponchos, they'll just throw away. So, you can just leave that at the start if you just want to stay dry as long as possible. But even, like, a couple of people ran with them because it was just pouring so hard. And if you can stay dry in any way, just take that opportunity, trust me. And someone offered me, like, a like they just had a trash bag they poked holes in and I told them I was fine and I just I thought there was five minutes till the start but okay here's what I didn't think through is corral start like two or three minutes apart so really like being in corral 16 I had like at least another half hour until the race actually started so I really regret not taking that bag. I, like, looked for that guy, too, to see if he still had it, and I just could not find him anymore. Um, I also tried to I tried to fix my sock because it was, like, so wet. I just didn't want it to bug me, so I took my shoe off, and that was the exact moment everyone started, like, walking forward. Like, the race started, so everybody moved up. And so I got run over a little bit, but that that was fine. I didn't miss anything because, like, my group still hadn't started. Um, oh, the other thing is, like, the chip time, it doesn't start until you cross, like, the start line. And some people were just adding distance and wasting energy running towards the start line. I mean, maybe that helps if you're trying to stay loose or, like, get the nerves out, but... I don't know, that's just something you might want to think about too. So by the time my corral actually started, I was already like dripping wet. So I was like, I was wringing out my hair and it was just going everywhere. And I tried to like, just use my hand to like wipe off my arms, my face to like, I was just, it was so wet. (laughs) I mean, it was fine. Like, I had all the adrenaline starting, so I was good to go by the time we started, and 
when we started, I guess since I was in the group that didn't really submit times, I was behind people who were like walking and running and then walking and running and they kind of started off like that. But by the time I got around them, I like I had my space, I got my groove. I mean, there were puddles and like potholes on the ground. So like you had to weave in and out of them, but I was feeling good overall. Like the rock and roll marathon, that's the one that I did. It had like bands every like mile or so. So it was really cool. Like it was pretty loud. Like the music was going, it was cool to see them. And I mean, even with all the rain, the crowd was still pretty hyped up. <laughs> and I think like the first like, six-ish miles they flew by really fast like I was on pace I was happy I was feeling good the rain pretty much stopped at mile seven but I mean I was still like dripping wet and I don't I don't know if you can like relate to this you, you probably can but like my hair is straight so when it gets wet like that and it it takes forever to dry and then it dries all frizzy but somehow that was good like somehow my hair got like so <laughs> like tangled up that my hair tie it was not going anywhere so somehow that worked out good but it took like it took like a couple of miles to dry off like I don't think I was dry until mile like 12 <laughs> it was it was weird <laughs> but the half and the full marathon we started at the same time and split around mile eight and the entire mile after I was like Mm, this is going to start playing with me mentally. Mile eight was like just uphill the whole time. It wasn't steep, but like a mile uphill is like, that's pretty long. And um, with the split, there weren't as many runners around. And by the time you're there, the adrenaline starts sort of fading away. And I think I train pretty well for, like, the mental block. That's why it's, like, it's so important just to show up and run during training, even when you don't want to. Even if, like, you cut your run shorter or slower, just showing up for that run, that helps a lot for, like, the mental aspect of running. So, as I started taking my gels around mile six or seven, uh, the way I practice with gels, I kept the same. I just take like a little bite every mile or so if I like take a whole gel all at once it makes me feel like I don't know I, I just feel off and heavy when I'm running so um I just took a little bite had some water if okay if your gels hurt your stomach make sure you're drinking it um and drinking water with it too because that is one thing that helped me a lot like if I just have a bite of gel I don't feel that great but if I like drink a bunch of water and kind of water it down, it just makes it a bit easier to digest. Um, so I was just, I was chilling, doing my thing until about mile 13. <laughs> and I don't know what, but I just started crying. Like I was about three hours in and it just, it hit <laughs> like, I was just like, whoa, this is halfway, and I'm okay, but am I gonna be okay for another 13 miles, and just all sorts of emotions hit, I was like, this is the hardest race I've done, of course it's gonna be hard, you wanted to do this because it's hard, but at the same time, I was like, all of these runners are 
better than I am and I'm the least qualified person to be here and you'll be lucky to finish and let me just say if you sign up for a marathon you deserve to be there as much as anyone else running that race and as soon as those thoughts started going through my head I got them right out because I was like that's just silly like wipe my tears I was like no you can do this and you're going to do this and it's going to be fine so I took like a mini walk break just to like get myself back together and I don't I, I kind of weirded me out but I guess it was I didn't really mind it because like I kind of needed it at the point but there was a guy who was running behind me and he was like oh you can't stop walking I really liked your pace I was trying to like keep up with you and so he sort of he got me running again and I can't remember his name but he was he was really nice and he was like just slow down just keep running and just be patient because I mean you can't speed up how long your marathon takes like it's gonna take like a couple hours so we talked for a little bit and I started running and walking around mile 16 again and really started struggling like people were passing me and it was still like another 10 miles and all I could do was keep moving forward as fast as I could whether it was running or walking just at one point I could only run if it was downhill and I was like this is fine be nice to yourself I was telling myself it's your first marathon all you have to do is finish and I'm not gonna lie like I did tell myself like I wanted to run a marathon and I was like if I quit right now I would have to start from the very beginning and do all of this over again and that was enough to keep going because I did not want to have to restart and do it all over again <laughs> I was like this is the one time I'm gonna run a marathon I'm gonna run and then I never have to do it again because I can say I was a marathoner and I think so many people feel that way. They're like, I'm never doing this again while it's happening. But then they sign up for another marathon, like, right after they finish. And, I mean, that's kind of what I did, too. Um, but most people, you don't run a marathon because it's going to feel good. Like, you have your reason to run. So, by, like, mile... Probably from mile 20 to 24, I was just dead. I was exhausted, I was dehydrated, and I could barely do, like, a, like, 15-minute mile, which was, I mean, like, that's kind of, that's like a jog or speed walk, I don't, I don't know, but it was fine, like, I was like, just keep moving, I was still on track to finish, I wasn't really drinking that much water, and I definitely should have, but I was crying that I feel like that didn't help and I also felt like I was like maybe gonna throw up which was like it was kind of gross but like I was I just really did not want to throw up I like hate that <laughs> um the root itself did mess with me so by the time I was like mile 20 or 24 I think it might have been mile like 23 or 24 I can't remember oh my gosh but my brother, like, since he was in one of the first crowds, he was already done and, like, just kind of sitting by the finish line. And I saw him, and that picked me up, like, quite a bit. But that last, like, it's probably, like, a mile and a half or two miles. You 
we ran like right next to the finish line and I was like I can see it I can see like the whole end like party they had but I still had another little loop to do and I was like oh I was barely moving forward and I felt and I looked exhausted but I was like oh my gosh I'm doing it I'm proud of myself like that was my whole running mantra like it's been my mantra for like a long time like just something you say over and over in your head to like keep going is for me at least it's make yourself proud and I was running for me just to prove that I was capable of doing hard things and the last like okay the last half mile of the last mile if that makes sense it was all like pretty steep uphill and it hurt (laughs) But I got to the top and I I just, I ran as hard as I could to that finish line. It was like half a mile and it wasn't pretty. It was definitely not fast. I probably looked like I was walking, but I swear I was running as hard as I could. <laughs> and those pictures, they were not good. But I ran across that finish line and I just cried. <laughs> I was exhausted, but like so incredibly happy. And I really don't think there's like... I don't think you can describe that feeling until you feel it. And I got my medal, (laughs) I got my granola bar, Gatorade, and I sat on like the curb for like a minute just holding back tears. And since my brother already finished, he had to walk from like the finish line area to over where I was. And they had like a a big 26.2 sign that we took some pictures there and those pictures are on my Instagram if you want to see them but we walked back to the car and I don't know if it was like adrenaline or like what I was like too happy to be in pain walking like I thought like walking to my car after the marathon was gonna be like the worst part because like back like two years ago when I did a half marathon I could like barely walk back to the car it hurt so bad but like for some reason like I don't, I don't know. I think I was just too excited that I did it to, like, be in pain. I was, like, too happy. I don't know. So we got back to the car, and <laughs> we drove to In-N-Out, and I had, like, a double-double fries and a shake just to, like, get calories back in me because, like, the only thing I ate for breakfast was, like, a granola bar. So I was pretty hungry, <laughs> and I had, I think I had, like, I think I had some snacks after the race, like a granola bar and some fruit, but I needed a meal. (laughs) My brother ate like a 4x4, which like, I've never seen a burger that big. (laughs) I was like, I I don't know how he ate that whole thing. Like, I was hungry, but like, I was not that hungry. (laughs) But I think the best part was we went back to my apartment and we went down to the hot tub and... I do think that was a big factor of not being sore the next day was just sitting in the hot tub letting my muscles kind of recover and then we went back up we had some nachos we had some hot dogs and we watched the Ravens game and I crashed so hard on my couch I do not remember like anything from that game I just like wiped out I had a blanket laid on my couch and just fell asleep I like woke up at like I don't even know. I probably fell asleep at like seven, woke up at nine, and like I barely had enough energy to make it to my bed to sleep, but I slept so good. <laughs> so my marathon experience, like I'll 
I'll never forget my first marathon. <laughs> and I guess it is true that, like, something has to go wrong on race day because Arizona, like, for a place that has 360 days of sun, it always pours anytime I have a race. Like, I've, I've ran, like, two races. Well, I had a couple of races a couple months ago. One rained, and the other one, like, it rained so much that, like, the course was flooded, so they just canceled it. So, like, I feel like anytime I have to be outside, it just rains, which is, like, so crazy because it's always sunny here. But it was such a good time, and it was... It was really nice that my brother came out to run it to just kind of, I don't know, seeing him towards the end of the race definitely helped and like it was nice to have company for a while just because I do live here on my own. So having like family here every now and then, it's nice to see them and we're both running the ultra marathon in two weeks and I really don't know how that's going to go with like... I ran the marathon, and I had a 20-mile trail run a couple weeks ago, so I definitely got my long runs in, but it's just, I feel like it's mentally, like, more challenging to do an ultra marathon, just with, like, it's so much elevation, and the ultra marathon, they were like, yeah, like, there's some rock scrambles that, like, you're gonna have to climb, so I don't know how I'm gonna feel, like, when I'm, like, dead from running and have to, like, climb up some rocks, like, it's gonna be a lot of fun, but it is gonna take, like, a long time to do, and I, it scares me, but I think that's good, because even if I don't finish, like, I know, like, obviously I'm gonna be doing my best, so I'll be proud of myself no matter what, like, just signing up and doing something that scares me, that that's enough to make me proud. Like, I'm going to give it my all, see how I do, and I'm going to try as hard as I can to get to that finish. I don't care how long it takes. I just want to finish and be like, oh, I did an ultra marathon. But I did run that 20-mile trail run. It was a race at the beginning of February, so... That was, I feel like that was even harder than the marathon just because of the elevation. And so, yeah, I'll fill you all in in the next episode, but it is weird. Like, trail runs, they're, it was a lot smaller. I think I ran, it was like a 35K, so it was a little more than 20 miles. But there were only, like, 50 people running this race, but... They had, like, a 50-mile, a 50K. Like, they had other races going on, so there were people. But compared to the Rock and Roll Marathon, it was a lot less people. So it was kind of weird, like, running by yourself for, like, long stretches of time and, like, making sure you're not getting, like, lost in, like, the wilderness. But, yeah, I'll go over all of that in the next episode, but... Hope you all enjoyed this episode. I'm sorry it took so long to get it out, but I'll see you all next time.